Hey, I'm Robert Pearson, and this is Follow the Leader. We sit down on my lunch break, and we talk about the Bible, life, and godliness. Uh, we are in 1 Timothy chapter 6, verses uh, 9 to 12. Here we go. But those who want to get rich fall into temptation and a snare, and many foolish and harmful desires which plunge men into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is a root of all sorts of evil, and some, by longing for it, have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. But flee from these things, you man of God, and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, perseverance, and gentleness. Fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called and have made a good confession of the presence in the presence of many witnesses. I charge you... That was, it. That was the end of 12. Paul is king of run-on sentences. I strongly encourage you to sit down and actually read the whole chapter. I'm not going to spend time on it now. This is uh, the uh, the heart of what I wanted to pull out. Real quick, I would like to point up to verse 7 in chapter 6. For we have brought nothing into the world, so we cannot take anything out of it either. You can't take it with you. It's a Bible verse. That's awesome. All right, side note, um, loosely related, what's your knee-jerk reaction to this? Um, my first instinct is it's... Uh, well, it's a, it's a little lame, because you're like, well, but I I like having money. And this just said getting rich is wrong. Man. I would contend that it does not say explicitly that getting rich is wrong. However, uh, how you get rich and what you do with your money is the crux of it. Uh, pun intended. So... Now let's just go a verse at a time. Those who want to get rich fall into temptation and a snare and many foolish and harmful desires which plunge men into ruin and destruction. That sounds pretty negative. However, it's important to understand that's why the lottery exists. It's not those who are rich. Those who want to get rich, those who are desperately seeking and striving after becoming rich as their only focus, are going to get tempted and get snagged by stuff and do something stupid, and they have harmful desires that plunge them into ruin and destruction. They're going to waste all their money on dumb stuff. They're going to make ridiculous risks to try and hope that they eventually get rich. And the moment they do get a little bit of money, they're going to blow it on nice things and have no money and then lose the nice things anyway. So having a, a sole focus on just getting rich and amassing more money and then to have things and spending the money on things, that's a losing cycle. And that's what he's talking about. Just a, a verse above, he says, if we have food and covering with these, we shall be content. I think I cover that on another card. Oh, excuse me. Um, and so the idea is then be content with what you have. Do not 
desire and lust after more and more wealth. And he gives a very clear reason, because the love of money is a root of all sorts of evil. Money is the root of all evil. That's not accurate. The love of money is a root of all sorts of evil. Not all evil comes from money, but rather an unquenchable desire for money leads to a lot of different kinds of evil. You are asking for a lot of trouble when all you do is desire and lust after money. One of the biggest problems I have with uh, a book called Think and Grow Rich. The whole point of that book is just want a lot of money and you'll get it. And that's not accurate. Desperately wanting money is just all kinds of bad and leads you to do a lot of dumb things. Leads to uh, ruin and destruction. Bam. And so instead of that, we're to flee from these things. We're to flee from all sorts of evil. Um, The desire of money caused people to wander away from the faith, piercing themselves with many griefs. You're going to cause yourself pain. We should run from those things. We should run towards the faith. We should run away from foolish temptations and a desire for money. And instead, pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, perseverance, and gentleness. We should look to increase our spiritual disciplines. We should look to work with God on our sanctification. We need to be heading in the right direction internally, because the external things, you can't take it with you, right? It stays here. It's all going to burn. You came to this world naked, screaming, and covered in somebody else's blood. And that's the same way you're going to go out, more or less. So, Paul's answer to that? Flee, run away, pursue things that are good, righteous, godly, and fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of the eternal life with which you were called, to which you were called. And you made the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. So the day you became a Christian, you took hold of eternal life. And nothing that you amass, keep, or make on this planet is going to go with you. Except relationships you build with other people. And the internal character that you forge within yourself. With the help of the Holy Spirit. In accordance with God's word. But, that's God's will for you, is that you'd be sanctified. You would be, become saved and be sanctified. So, you do those things, that's what's important, not getting money. That does not mean that money is evil inherently. That does not mean it is bad to be rich. Uh, if you jump on over to, to verse 17, in the same chapter, Paul has a little aside about rich people and what they should do. And he doesn't say, throw away all your money because it's evil. You just don't fix your hope on your money. And... Uh, Fix your hope on God, who gives you everything, and uh, make sure you're rich in good works and generous. And uh, store up treasure in heaven, not on earth. Now that's it. He doesn't give them this terrible injunction that money's evil and capitalism is the devil. No, he just says, don't put your faith in your money. Put your faith in God. And, uh, you know, be generous. Be a good person. Don't be a jerk. The Bible's pretty straightforward. Half of it says, come to Jesus. The other half of it says, don't be a jerk. It's it's really straightforward. Any verse that isn't saying, come to Jesus, God is awesome, 
is a verse saying, don't be a jerk, or an example of somebody who was a jerk and it worked out bad. Uh, a lot of, so much of the Bible is just straight up common sense of don't be a jerk. So the most important word, if we were to take just this little, kind of once again, we're zeroing in on verses 9 to 12, um, to really see a contrast between don't lust after riches, however, uh, pursue godliness and fight the good fight of faith. Such a good line. So, the most important word there, um, I don't know, it's not really one word, it's more like two words. Um, I don't know, pursue. Pursue is probably the, 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 the linchpin if I had to like pick one word. Because the, the crux of it is are you pursuing godliness or are you pursuing money? Which is it? Where is your focus at? Um, so, how am I going to summarize this? Don't pursue money, pursue God. With uh, the obvious understanding that money's not evil, it's incredibly useful, it's needed to have the world continue to work the way it does, and uh, it's literally just trading and bartering with people, but in a way that you can kind of count values and trade with more than just one person. It's a tool to be used according to God's word properly. Uh, just like a hammer or a sawzall or a drill, money is a tool. And if you don't know what you're doing with a drill or a sawzall and you just wave it around, you're like, ah, sawzall, sawzall fixes everything. You're going to make a huge mess and probably cut your hand off. And money is the same way. If you think it's going to solve all your problems and it's the only thing you need and you just wave it around, throw it at every problem and you're going to hurt yourself more than do any good. Just like any powerful tool, uh, you can get a lot of work done or you can hurt yourself very badly. The, the more work you can get done is how badly you're going to hurt yourself if you play with it and you use it improperly. I always tell my kids there's a difference between a toy and a tool. You can play with toys and you don't get hurt. If you play with a tool, you will get hurt. If you use a tool, a tool is something that you use to do work. If you play with it, you will get hurt. Money's a little different because you can use it to play sometimes, but it's got to be used for work more than it's used for playing. It's not something that you're going to chase and run after. It's a tool. You need to think about it that way. Flee from bad stuff. Run towards good stuff. The Bible is ridiculously simple. People overthink it way too much. That's all I got for you today. Um, stop by, do all the subscribe, comment, Facebook, internet things, and I will see you next time. Godspeed.